up, guys? Welcome to episode 56 of the Brave Birds Pod. It was a it was a pretty good week for Atlanta sports, if I'm not gonna lie. Um, Braves have tied the Mets for the NL East. So that's pump. That was awesome. And the Falcons took a 27 to 23 win over the Seattle Seahawks. Good stuff. But we'll get to the Falcons later. Let's go ahead and talk about the Braves. Um, Kyle Wright recorded his 20th win on Sunday. So he's the first uh, pitcher in MLB to hit 20 wins. While I think the next person behind him has 18. So he kind of pulled away with that. That's freaking lit. What a great technical rookie year, like full season. He's having a great one. Because, I mean, last year he was up and down. And the year before that he was as well. He was more. He played more minor league games those two years than MLB games, and now look at him. And speaking of that, I really, I'm really hoping Bryce Elder is the next Kyle, old Kyle Wright, I guess, because he's been up and down this year and last year. Um, he is the first uh, Braves rookie to throw a complete game shutout since 1990. In 106 pitches, what a game he had. And then he got six strikeouts, six hits. Uh, was it like three walk, one walk? I don't remember, but he looked great. And I was very proud. I think he's going to be the, he's definitely going to be on the 26-man roster for uh, playoffs. Just for how well, because I mean, the last game he he also, I think he's, the last two outings he had were just great outings. Uh, his first one that I remember a couple weeks ago, I think it was against the Marlins. He had 10 strikeouts, pitched like eight innings. And then last start wasn't that great, but I mean, still played pretty well. Sad news for Strider, though. He's out until postseason with oblique soreness. It sucks because of the Mets series coming up, but... I mean, yeah, I want him. We're, we have cl playoffs clinched. I would, I want him for the playoffs. I do not want to hurt him before he goes to playoffs. We need him bad. I know Max Freed is our ace right now, but I think Strider is literally a hair behind him of being our best pitcher. So for the first series, put Freed, Strider in the first two games, then away games, uh, do Morton and Wright. Have Bryce Elder in the bullpen to come in for when Charlie lets up two runs in the first two innings because he doesn't look like himself. But I'm really hoping for playoffs or this Mets series that he turns into himself in that playoff Charlie Morton we know. My dad seems to think like he's not himself anymore because of when he broke his leg in the playoffs last year. So I really wonder if that would be the reason why. Um, moving on, Matt Olson. You know how he was like six for sixty or something. Yeah, he is finally slowly breaking out of the slump. He's hit two home runs in two games. Um, I think he's hit, he's three. Well, actually, now he's three for three for seven on in in Nationals. So actually doing well, three for seven. And then at the Phillies, I know he had a th two, um two hit game, and he hit. I think he's on like a five-game hit streak right now. So excited for that, for him to hopefully get, be getting hot again. I remember last time he hit a home run that hit the post, 
um, he right after that he went on a huge tear. So I'm hoping that happens again because if that sparks the tear again, we're going right into the postseason with a hot Matt Olson. But Arcia's back from the IL. He's doing well. He's been playing for Grissom lately, which I assume that the reason he's playing for Grissom is just to get him back and ready for the playoffs since Grissom's been playing a lot since he was gone. And since he can't go down to uh, minor leagues is over, so he can't go down and do a rehab assignment. And since we are playing the Nats, they're not they're basically a minor league team we're playing anyways, so good chance to get him back into form and get ready for the playoffs. Grissom has also been in a mini slump, and Arcia has hit really, really well historically against the Nets. True. He has, like, what, seven home runs in, like, 13 games at National Stadium? He has something yeah. crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, it's bananas. So, like, <laughs> it's a good problem to have when you can just, like, pick the statistically best second baseman for whatever situation you're in. Very true. And, dude, I'm still so happy of how good uh, Grissom is doing. I'm still terrified of what's going to happen next year when we have Ozzy back and uh, uh, we signed Swanson. But a really funny stat about the rookies. Braves rookies have a higher uh, war than the Tigers, the Nat Nationals, and the La Athletics team. Like just Strider, Grissom, and Harris. Braves rookies alone, 12.4 war. The Tigers have an 11.9 war. The Nationals have an 8.2. And the Athletics have a 9.7. That's kind of sad. Like just our three rookies are, tw are 12 or have three, four wins more than those whole teams. It's exciting of how good our farm system is. But all right, let's look ahead to this series on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We got the Mets. Game one, we got Freed versus Bassett. I like that matchup. Bassett's, Bassett is a great pitcher, but he's between DeGrom and Scherzer. He's a good league below them. So I think we can take that one pretty well as long as Freed's on his game, which it's going to basically be a playoff game, so you know he's going to be. And then game two, we got Wright versus DeGrom. So sadly, we don't have Strider for that matchup to have the two heaters going, but, you know. I will easily take right. And then we got the veterans on Sunday night on ESPN. Morton versus Scherzer. Oh, that is if if we're if it's one in one, like we lose one, they will they win one one. That game is gonna be insanely crowded. It'll probably be be one of the most watched. I would assume one of the most watched uh, sporting events this season. Or a lot of games, I guess. Outside of like when Pujols was in the hunt and Judge was in the even, hunt because everyone was watching those. Even then, because, well, all that, they didn't like focus on that one game. Like, I remember yeah. I was watching uh, when the Braves were playing. They basically, it was on Fox. Whenever Judge came up to hit, they showed it. But otherwise, I didn't hear anything about him. And Apple TV had Pujols' 700th home run. Uh Yeah. So, so didn't have as many viewers because old people can't figure out Apple TV. Exactly. And this is on ESPN. Everybody knows ESPN. Everybody has ESPN. Great series coming up this weekend. 
I'm just happy that we won last night and they lost to the Marlins. We beat the Nats, so we're going in tied, completely Rhett and, tied. Rhett and I were bad concert goers. We kept checking our phones for the scores. No, oh, yeah, I we love were that. celebrating the, the scores. <laughs> Probably the only people there that cared about the baseball game. <laughs> there was actually a surprising number of like when they were panning the crowd with the cameras. There was a surprising number of Braves hats. Really? Yeah, That's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. I believe it was in was in Georgia. I would have worn all the Braves that night too. Yeah, we were in Alpharetta, so it wasn't like we were super far away. It's gonna feel like the play the first playoff series, to be honest, because it's literally fighting for the first round bye. And whoever wins this series is going to win it, is going to take the East because we have Marlins, they have Nationals for the last last series. Playoffs is right around the corner. Pretty uh, Yankees locked up the East, the AL East. Uh, Guardians, the Guardians have locked up the AL Central. The White Sox and the sick. Twins just fell off. Like that's cool that the Guardians made it, but that there who the AL Central is gonna lose if if Guardians are the only ones from the AL Central they're gonna lose the first series. They're gonna lose in the wild card to be honest. <laughs> would I love to see them beat? Um, I think they would play. They would play the Mariners. So yeah, I think the Mariners are much better than they are. I agree with that. Yeah, so you got Astros, Yankees, Guardians, one, two, and three for the American League. And then for the wild card, you got the Blue Jays are up three games. The Rays are up a game and a half, and then Mariners taking the third spot. Orioles three and a half behind. I think it's a lock. I don't think the Orioles will catch the Mariners. For they have they have the Red Sox. They're playing uh four against them they lost last night they won monday night and but they're winning right now but they got the yankees and the blue jays after that so those are going to be tough and then mariners i think they have the final uh, they're just fighting against the rays now because they have the athletics and then the tigers which I can easily see them going 6-0 with those games. Orioles, I don't see them going 6-0 against the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Uh, Tampa Bay and Mariners are basically fighting for second spot. Mariners could catch up to the Blue Jays for first spot, just because three and a half, so that's a tight race. Um, National League, Dodgers and Cardinals both locked up their spots. Us and... Uh, Mets, or whoever wins between us is going to be number two. And whoever wins between us is going to be number one in the wild card. So we play either the Phillies or the Brewers. I don't think either of them are going to catch the Padres. Phillies' last six games are all away against the Cubs and the Nationals. Oh, sorry, sorry. They're playing the Cubs right now. The Nationals and the Astros. So playing against the Astros away, granted, I don't think I don't know how many. I know they'll probably the Astros will probably sit one person every day, like of their stars, if not two. And they probably won't play their uh, best pitchers. Well, Philly definitely will be, but the Brewers have all six of their last games are at home against the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. 
So there's a very, very good chance the Brewers can take, can overtake and get into the wild card and knock the Phillies out. But that's going to do it for uh, MLB. We're getting close to postseason. I can't freaking wait. This weekend is going to be the first feeling of it. Uh, Rhett, what all happened in college football this weekend? Okay, in a very good game last week, USC holds on to win by three against Oregon State. Um, that was my upset of the week. Sadly, it didn't happen. But Oregon State looked really impressive, holding like a high-powered USC offense to 17 points. Did anyone get the chance to watch this game? No, none of us did because it was on the Pac-12 network, which has a fan base of five people, and it's none of us. Hey, who? Who? Just in your Cheerios this morning. <laughs> I, I told you guys I had a bad day at work, and I didn't feel like dealing with your comments when I got on. That I did not hear. I'm sorry, Will. I did. I had a shitty day at work, and uh. then you come in the group me, and I was just asking to confirm that we were starting on the right time. Yeah. And then have, you, yeah. I, I want an I apology. God damn it! You're give right, me an well, apology. Well, I will give you an apology. I am sorry. I did not know you had a bad day at work. It's okay. You make a fun of me because I'm I can't you had a bad read. Day, but I'm not apolo- I'm not apologizing for the time thing. <laughs> I I didn't do anything wrong. Zach's over here making fun of me because I can't read when he can't do simple math. I, 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 in my defense, oh. I didn't know you were two hours. I thought you were one hour behind. I forgot you were two. I know. That's what I said. You can't do simple math. Well, you know what? You're right. I, I no, because I did the right I math. If, I accept if, your apology. If you you were probably one hour didn't behind. know. Where, yeah, yeah. You probably didn't know where I was too. So I do. Accept Very that. true. You are traveling all the time. I think <sighs> part of the confusion too is we were all speaking in Eastern and thought you had confirmed Eastern times when you said six. We were all thinking you were still talking in Eastern time. No, because I immediately right after said my time. So I know that's not what you were thinking. Then you went and made fun of me because I couldn't well, that's read. What, that's but what then I was you thinking. actually didn't read, Artie. You are the one who didn't read. So I understand the story that you're going with, but that's false. You're wrong. Well, I'm not wrong because that's what we thought was going on. That's why we all questioned it. No, I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive that I'm not at fault here. I was just asking a question and then Zach made fun of me. <laughs> Will, how many times have you made fun of Zach in your life? A lot. It's That's been what I was a long time. <laughs> no, it's been a long time. The last time I made fun of Zach was when uh, Carson Wentz uh, was ranked above Josh Allen in the QB uh, rankings. What was that, two weeks ago? Okay. That's a long time. Will, can you admit you have made fun of Zach more than he has made fun of you? What? I I probably can. I probably can. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what that has to do with right now at this moment. Okay, I was okay. just asking a okay. question. So can we move past the one time that Zach made fun of you? It wasn't one time. Okay. He also came after me. Hold on. You know what? I kept God, the damn receipts. It. No matter nope. what, well, you have I, made fun of me. Yeah. Zach no, more no. Than I kept the receipts. You. Zach, I kept the receipts, but it doesn't matter. Right. Because Zach, right. I accept your apology and I would like to move on. Let's but do it. Okay. Back to the no, Pac-12 network. Can't. Okay. Okay. Good. The Pac-12 network sucks. I thought you were saying, but, and then going into something else, and I was like, you just said, no, what the hell? No, the Pac-12 network okay. is, yes. a, is just, it's it's a failing network. It's a waste of money because, well, first off, all their teams are leaving. Um, but secondly, like, Western, Western uh, audiences are not as interested 
to the same level in college football as Eastern and and Southern audiences, or I just say like the just basically they're, from the plains eastward, like the Midwest, the East, and the South. They're, do they, they, they not don't care have to, about football in general or just college? They like NFL better because I know the North no, is they, much more got, the NFL than college. Yeah, yeah, they've got more of a professional like interest. But I mean, if you if you look at like UCLA and USC's stadiums, they don't they don't sell out. They don't have like they don't have larger crowds unless it's bigger unless it's bigger games. Like it's like the biggest games. Mm. The only uh, reason I ever watch a Pac-12 game is because all the other games are off. Yeah, and it's yeah, midnight. yeah. No, I I can agree with that. That's like because I was doing that. I, my friends and I were watching Pac-12 after dark. I honestly um, think that's a lot of it. Is that that's yeah. You know, three fourths of your audience is of your possible audience is like getting ready for bed. Yeah, when your games are on. They're either getting ready for bed, or they're out doing stuff, not watching the. 56th ranked team beat the 47th ranked team like even when oregon and washington state played in the quote-unquote earlier slate for the west it was still you're 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 trying to grab viewers that are already three or four hours in to their own conferences games and so like it's just i feel like it's easier for sec fans to watch big 10 or big 12 games because the time difference isn't that much and you can flip between the channel, whereas the Pac-12 network, you have to sign up, subscribe, and pay for. Like I know the SEC network was like that. I'm, I think that – has that deal expired, or is that deal still going on? Please do not ask me you can what still, conferences you have to pay for. Okay, you gosh. can still you know do it. This probably isn't the best. Yeah, you we're can probably- still pay for it separately, but it is included like in, in a lot of cable packages and in other streaming services. Okay. Anyways, getting past Will's rant about the Pac-12 network, it's, it's, it's a very a good game. Uh, Oregon State held on, just couldn't like put the dagger in at the end. But moving on to the next game, Oklahoma takes their first loss of the season to Kansas State. I had to put the pause in there, so Will got his hopes up. Um, <sighs> Not yet. They haven't lost to Kansas <laughs> yet. Don't but worry, that's coming too. Venerable's... It surprises me because he is a very defensive-minded coach. He led very good defenses at Clemson, and he just let up 41 points to Kansas State. I get it's his first year. He needs to bring in his defensive recruits, but I'm hoping he's the problem, or he fixes the problem of Oklahoma's defense because they are known to let up 50 points to terrible teams. Um, on to the next game. Number 23, Texas A&M, beats number 10, Arkansas at home, by two points. Um, I think we can all admit Arkansas is probably a little overranked. They have been better than totally how they've agree. been in the past, but I don't personally think they were a top 10 team. Um, but Texas A&M gets a much-needed win after <laughs> their disaster or their disaster that they had a few weeks ago. Here's a ago. hot take. I think that Arkansas is about to fall off the map. Okay. I don't know. I, I think that quarterback's too good to let them fall off the map. I don't think he's that good. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think Arkansas or Auburn's better? Arkansas. Are, 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 you know, Arette, I choose not to. I, 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 I'm playing both sides so that I always come out on top. Answer safely. I can't answer this safely. <laughs> I can't. I can't. 
Okay, fair enough. Um, um, but I'll, I'm gonna have to say, like right now, be- Arkansas because they. I don't know. I don't feel confident saying that, but I'm just. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I guess Arkansas. Like, this is very wishy washy for me. Okay. Um. In the next game, number 15, Oregon barely escapes versus Washington State. Their offense, after like a horrible performance against Georgia the first week, they've really figured out their offense. They're getting 40-plus points a game. They had 44 points this game. Now they just need to figure out their defense. There is no way they should be letting Washington State score 41 on them and keep themselves alive in that game. Um, but I know that's a Pac-12 game, so I won't ask anyone else to comment to save myself from I, the rant. I, I did watch part of it when I was I was busy on Saturday, but I did watch part of it, and I was surprised like Bonix actually didn't look bad. No, dark horse for Heisman. Okay, stop. You know this is I should have I should have stayed on mute. Should I can't you 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 he's not that good. Like he's good, but he's not that good, Rhett. It's he's nowhere close to Heisman. It, yeah. It's literally a joke that Auburn fans were saying last year. I was repeating a joke. I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> But Will had just, a rough day at work. So he I can't, had, can't discern through the sarcasm. No, I just can't okay. do it. Right? It's like if Auburn's if Auburn's good, I just can't deal with that. Zach, Zach, and I wouldn't we we'd have to quit. If okay, I, Will, both Auburn and Ohio State were good at the same time, we no nope, yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank you, thank up top, Zach. Will, do you want to be happy yeah. for a second? Right, I'm always happy. I get to talk with you guys. Uh, you can take over for the next game. Oh yes. Unranked. Listen to this atrocious. <laughs> I got carrots. Hold on. Hold on. Get a rough day at work, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Listen to this atrocity, folks. Unranked Kansas, an undefeated Kansas beats undefeated at the time Duke, thirty-five to twenty-seven, at home in Lawrence, moves to four and zero, and remains unranked. Why Which should leads they be ranked? Me because they deserve it. Because it leads me to my it's next just point, disappointing. which which is that twenty four Miami loses at home to unranked and non power five school Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee State. How in the world is the Associated Press going to not rank Kansas but continue to keep Miami in until they get blown out at home by? a non-FBS school. It's ridiculous. And it upsets me to no end. Zach and I have talked about it for over a year now. Miami's brand is not worth that much. And it's just, it's just insulting. I think if anything, Rhett, the reason that they should get ranked is because I would love for them to be ranked over you guys, Auburn, especially after all that trash that you talked to me and Artie in the off season. That's all. I'm going to pass it back to Rhett now. Okay. Um, Clemson holds on to beat Wake Forest in double overtime, 51-45. to I think two people here need to be saying their apologies. Um, not to call anyone, or anyone out, but it's not the person who had a rough day at work, and it's not me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. I win. You should apologize. You didn't win. You lost, Artie. Yeah, but Ohio State won. Ohio okay, State moving on to the next game. Tennessee holds off number 20, Florida, 38-33 to 33 at home. Uh, in the words of Will Barnes, not Will, but Will Barnes, Florida is not good. They're not. 
They're not no. very good. Not at all. Florida, Florida, Tennessee, Florida Tennessee looks good. great though. I'm I'm loving watching the, how how they are playing. I gotta be honest. I think they might be a little overrated. Uh, it I'm, very well could be true, but mm. I still like the way they play. <clears throat> okay, and it make, it makes me excited to see them up in the top uh top fifteen now. Uh yeah, that's true. Oh shoot, wait a second. Did I give them last week's ranking? I might have. Uh, Who Tennessee? Uh, Tennessee. Were, they, were they eleven at the time? They're eight. Okay. All right. So I I had the correct ranking then at the time. Dude, and they play LSU this week. It's gonna be such a good game because it's in Death Valley. Uh, LSU's bad. I know, um, but it's in Death Valley. Moving on to a game that we can all be happy about. Horns down, Texas loses. Yeah, I was so excited. When did I always down? Hey, did I not pick this as my upset, or you did did, you, did I talk uh, myself? I think I talked myself out of it. Uh, Rhett, would you like to discuss your um, gauntlet of a win over a a tough opponent at home? No. Okay, so now we're going to move it along to upsets of the week. Um, I'm going to have to go on and choose Kentucky over Ole Piss. Kentucky has looked very impressive. Their quarterback might be the top quarterback taken in the draft. He Top three in my mind right now, but he is a very good quarterback. Who's their quarterback? Will Levis. And he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Okay, that's weird. I don't like him anymore. Makes <laughs> yes, the man who has a commercial about him putting mayonnaise in his coffee <laughs> is going to beat Old Piss. I like okay. it. I'm all for it. Zach, who do you have? A, I can't even talk. Zach, who do you have as your upset? I got Oklahoma State over Baylor. I know Oklahoma State is ranked higher than Baylor, but for some reason they are favored, or Baylor is favored to win. Cause because it's in Waco. Where the heck is their game? It's in Waco. Oh, okay. It's at Baylor. I still think Oklahoma State can win. Yeah. Go Cowboys. Uh, Artie, who you got? I have NC State over Clemson. You fool. Look, 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 look. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know I what? Like okay, this, this went so well for you last time. Go ahead. No, nope, I'm all for it. Artie's smart. Yeah. He knows what he's tell doing. Tell me, tell me, Artie. He tell me what why. He was doing last week too. Yeah, right? he didn't know what he was doing last week. I knew what I was doing last week. No, you didn't. You you were wrong. They should have won the game. Clemson it doesn't matter. Have won it the doesn't game. matter what they should or That's should not have done. Saying. All that matters is what happened. You're right. And you know what? I ended up being wrong. But in a way, I was almost right, and I trust NC State. You were so close. On to the road, right. you trust NC State now on the road. Yes, I think. I I so here's my thing. I think either NC State pulls out this win, or Clemson's just unfortunately going to win the ACC. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it's. This is how it's gonna go. <laughs> I'd I'd be a fool. I'd be a fool to disagree with you, Art. Uh, well, be ready. Be prepared. I think it, I, I think no, the, the uh, wolf pack are going to do it. No, Rhett, you said the same thing to us last week, and Rhett and I just sat there and just said, "There's no way." No, and there was a way, but it didn't happen. There was a way if his hands were bigger. <laughs> he didn't have any big hands. I remember Zach. I remember you saying that. 
<laughs> yeah, he had, he, they would have won if he didn't have Kenny Pickett hands. Oh, dude, none of these look good. Like, none of these look good. None of these at all look good. All right, well, you got it. Just pick one. None of these look good. I don't like any <laughs> of these. I don't like any of these at all. Um, uh, I does it need to be from the ranked? No. Yes. I don't know. What did we do last last year? I think I was... would prefer from the ranked. You can yeah. choose one that's not. But like... I would prefer ranked, unless it's. Like Kansas beating somebody because that's just fine. Yeah, I'm trying to go find it actually. Uh, they're playing Iowa State at home. Oh, Iowa State's favored. Go for it. Okay, then I'm I'm just gonna have to rock chalk Jayhawk here. I think that the pick is Kansas rock at chalk home. Jayhawk. Yeah, you're gonna say that Iowa State is favored in this matchup, Vegas. You're wrong. Kansas is gonna win this game at Lawrence. They're gonna move on to five and zero in the Big Twelve. And maybe I they'll mean, finally be ranked. I can't yeah, wait well, to go to work to... on Monday and tell Randy Rockhawk Jaycock. I mean, Ra- the only... Randy loves Kansas. Good. The, like, looking at this, I, Iowa State's three and one. Their only loss is to Baylor. Yeah, thirty-one to twenty-four. So they did almost beat Baylor, but then they, ha- I mean, they had an abysmal showing against Iowa, ten to seven. I think Kansas has a shot. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we'll see. And with that, we're gonna move into rapid fire for the top twenty-five. Utah State at 19 BYU. Zach? I got BYU. They look they're looking better. Utah State ain't that great. Uh Rhett, who you got? Gotta love the Mormons. What about you, Artie? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Mormons here as well. BYU. All right, I think we're all on the same side then for that. BYU should take this one. Uh this is that is interesting though, because it's a battle of Provo. <clears throat> Moving on, we have UCLA. Hosting number 15, Washington Huskies. Michael Penix Jr. has been in talks, or way too early talks for the Heisman based off of some of his performances. What do you guys think? Zaggy, you're first. UCLA was my basketball team I rooted for, so I'm going to root for them here. Let's go. (laughs) Right, who you got? I'm actually going to agree. UCLA UCLA looked pretty good last week. I think they can pull it off this week. What about you, Artie? No, Washington. You guys, you guys are stupid. Uh, <laughs> now you see how we felt about you choosing Clemson. No, 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 Artie, I'm on your side this for this different. one. I think, no, I think different. that, I think that Washington's gonna win this game. I really do. <clears throat> Number four, Michigan goes on the road to Iowa. Zach, what do you have? Ooh, Michigan. Michigan's gonna blow them out. Okay. Right, Art. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Michigan's good. Yeah. Michigan's I think that good. I think that everybody's on the same side here. I think Michigan should blow them out. Rhett, you haven't said anything. Do you disagree? No, he agrees with us. That's why he's being silent. Yeah. I he agree. would say something if he didn't agree. Okay, so next one, this has already been picked as somebody's upset. We've got number fourteen Ole Miss versus seven Kentucky. Time to see if Mayonnaise Boy has a shot on the road in Oxford. Ziggy? I am with Rhett. Kentucky's going to win it. Art. Kentucky wins it. I don't think Lane Kiffin's good anymore. Washed. Uh, what do you think, Will? I got to say Kentucky. 
I'm just not. I'm not going to root for Ole Miss. It's the same way. I'm not going to root for the Saints in the NFL. Um, it's Kentucky. 18 Oklahoma. It goes to where is TCU? I believe it's Dallas. Yes, it is Dallas. For it's Fort Worth, and TCU hosts 18 Oklahoma after Oklahoma suffers its first loss the previous week against Kansas State. Zach. Which one do you think has a chance? Tell me why you believe in TCU. How did T? How, I don't know. I haven't seen TCU play this year. You haven't missed much. Okay, well, tell me <laughs> why you believe in them. They are 3 0. Their wins against Colorado, Tarleton State, and SMU. So Colorado is the only okay win that they have, and they won 38 13. And they let up 30 point, 30, 34 points against SMU. Yeah, SMU is not a bad opponent. Yeah, they're two and two. But let's go Bullfrogs. I'm gonna cheer them on. Horn frogs. Horn frogs. frogs. Very important. Let's go Horn Frogs. I'm cheering for them. Rhett, who you got? I have to go with the Sooners. What about you, Artie? I I think that they're gonna have to. Yeah, I think they're gonna come back and make a statement. And TCU unfortunately is not as good as they used to be. So yeah, Oklahoma. I kind of agree. I think that Oklahoma is uh, going to be looking for – this is a revenge game for them, not a revenge game against TCU, but a revenge for what just happened while host while playing Kansas State at home. And I think that um, Oklahoma is now the bully, and TCU is just the innocent kid that whose lunch money they're going to steal. So Purdue, not that bad, goes to number 21, <clears throat> Minnesota. Zach, who do you have? Uh, Purdue. I like cheering them on and they were, they were our team last year. So that's true. That's true. They were, I do love cheering on Purdue. Rhett, who you got? I think Minnesota is going to win only because Purdue only upsets top five teams. What about you already? Yeah. I I honestly think Minnesota's offensive line and their running game is going to be a little bit too much for Purdue's defense. Purdue's quarterback's good. Um, they actually have the receiver with the most receiving touchdowns in all of college football right now. Um, so they're, it could end up being a shootout, but I really think Minnesota is going to control time of possession with their how strong their run game is. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on, folks. Hold on. Aaron Judge, number 61. There he goes, 394 feet. Hell yeah. Wow. Congratulations, Aaron Judge. Seven, hitting his 61st home run of the season. Wow. I didn't know if he was actually going to get it. I thought he might end the season with 60. So now he's got, what, nine games to get the next home run or to get number 62. Holy cow. He's got six games. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say he has a one in six chance, but that's just not how math works. And I'm not going to I'm not going to I've already made myself look like a fool enough. So. Getting back to the board, uh, you know, I have something I want to bitch about. Um, I agree, Artie. I agree with you. And I saw Minnesota and how badly they just mollywhopped Michigan State on the road, like in Lansing. I'm going to have to say that Minnesota should take this game. Purdue didn't look bad. They almost beat Penn State in the very week one, the opening Thursday night game. But I think that Minnesota is that good. I mean, we saw Minnesota uh, hold on to Ohio State last year, but then end up losing. I, 
I think that Minnesota's pretty good. They've got Ibrahim. He's not injured this time or this year. So, yeah, Minnesota should take this handily. Texas Tech is at number 25, Kansas State. Zach, who do you have? I'm going to take Texas Tech. They looked great last week against Texas, so I think they can keep that streak rolling. I think Kansas State took down the better opponent last week. I think Kansas State wins this. What about you, Artie? I actually am going to go with Texas Tech and agree with Zach. I uh, I think that their passing game is actually pretty effective. Um, I think Kansas State got overhyped because of the Oklahoma win. Now, we don't know, again, how great Oklahoma actually is, uh, but I, I think Texas Tech might actually come away with this one. What do you think, Will? Um, I... I actually think Kansas State has a shot. This is Adrian Martinez, the quarterback who played at Nebraska, who Scott Frost at the time thought so highly of that he passed on Joe Burrow. Now, granted, I am I am not saying that he was worth it, but he was good enough to beat Oklahoma last week. I think that he can beat Texas Tech at home this week. So I, I think Kansas State should take this one. Adrian Martinez looked pretty good. Now, Oregon State, after losing a heartbreaker at home that none of us got to see because the Pac-12 network is, you know what, I'm going to stop. At number 12, Utah. Ziggy, who you got? Um, Definitely think Utah's got this. What about you, Rhett? I'm going to have to agree. I think Utah's the real deal this year. What no about you, Artie? No argument from me. Going Utah. They're still my Pac-12 champ. Will? Totally agree. I think that Utah is very good. I think that if the Beavers were going to catch lightning in a bottle, it would have happened last weekend, and they had their shot, well, at least so I've heard, allegedly. But uh, moving on now, number two, Alabama, probably going to take care of business at 20, Arkansas. Does anybody say otherwise? No. Okay. I think I that all around. I have to choose Arkansas. That's fine. I get that. I totally I get only that. have to choose Arkansas because I said Alabama will have three losses. You did say that. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're I mean, running <laughs> you're running out of games, right? You I did choose that. against them every game. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. And now the Scarlet Knights at number three, Ohio State. All right, fair enough. We're gonna move on to number 16, Baylor <laughs> versus Oklahoma State, number nine, the number nine Cowboys come to Waco. And I believe that somebody, who was it? Yes, Zach, you have picked OK State as your upset of the week. So we'll move on to you, Rhett. Who do you think is going to win? Baylor or OK State? Going to have to go with OK State. What about you, Artie? I think I'm going to go Baylor. I think I'm going to keep it exciting, but I, I kind of like where Baylor's at. Oklahoma State is good, but doesn't have the same defense that they did last year. I'm going Baylor. Will? Uh, I so I actually I don't feel uh, I don't feel good about this pick because Baylor is just a corrupt football organization. Um, <clears> that Ole Miss is almost as bad as them, but I do have to say that Baylor is going to win this. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel good inside. But yeah, uh, I kind of agree. I think actually, you know what? I don't know. The the Cowboys have a pretty explosive offense, but uh, I'll just go with Baylor as the home favorites. 
I'll say them. Now, 11 Penn State versus Northwestern. Um, I think that everybody's on the same side here. Nobody yeah, objects. Penn State. Okay. Penn State. 22, Wake Forest at 23, Florida State. This Wake. game might not Wake. actually happen. Wake. Well, this game, what I'm saying is this game might not happen. It's in Tallahassee, so the hurricane isn't near it, so they should have it at Florida State. But, yeah, I got Florida State winning, definitely. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I think that I think Florida. I I agree, Zach. I'm with you, Rhett. I'm gonna have to go Florida State as well. What about you, Artie? He said uh, Wake Forest. So sorry, Artie, but you are by yourself on this one. Georgia Tech coming fresh off losing to UCF and then firing their coach goes on the road to 24 Pittsburgh with Keaton Slovis. I I think Pittsburgh is going to take this one. And I think everybody else agrees with me. Yeah, it's already favorite city. <laughs> Arizona state at number six, USC. I, I, I just, I want to be different. So I'm going to say Arizona state. I want to be edgy, so I'm going to say Arizona State as well. Okay, Red up top. Yeah. And 13, Oregon hosts Stanford. Uh, I think everybody's going to agree that Oregon can take care of business here. They uh, Stanford, they got routed on the road <clears throat> against Washington. I think that Bo Nix will do the same. And I don't think anybody else is going to object. All right, Falcons. We we are a good team. We're twenty seven and twenty three, and, and we, we are in the win. the win. Wait, what? Wait, what did you just say? We are a good team, and you said we are. Tw- just do it again. <laughs> okay. All right, we are a good team. We win twenty seven to twenty three. Mariota needs to stop making stupid mistakes. He threw an interception this game. Like, he's had a turnover every game now. Not playing terrible, it's just these turnovers are screwing us sometimes. But, hey, we got we got Cordero Patterson to back him up. One of the best running backs in the league right now. Against the Seahawks, 17 carries, 141 yards, and touchdown. We're also... We're also starting to see Mariota actually making throws that people didn't know he could make. And Pitts and London are able to actually take advantage of it, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're in the win column. Let's all be positive, boys. Oh, yeah. This is all positive. All positivity. Do you want me to read the stats for the whole weekend? No, that's okay. Unless you want to. I do want want to. Okay, go ahead. I'm a stats guy. I like numbers. So Mariota, like Zach said, 13 of 20, 229, one touchdown, unfortunately one interception, but that's okay. that was really just garbage time at the end of the half. True. Uh, CP, uh, 17 carries, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Kyle Pitts, five receptions for 87 yards, which is good because he also had like eight total targets or something when his target numbers were down the first two games, and now first. we're actually seeing things come back come to life. And he's actually getting, you know, the targets he deserves. Yeah, he had a total of seven targets in those first two games alone. And he had eight in this one. 
and look what happens when he got targeted right. eight times in one game. He got 87 yards for right. us. Which is fantastic. And then the rookie, Drake London, not a ton of receptions, but still 51 yards, and one of those was for a touchdown. And then, you know, our solid guy, Grady Jarrett, four tackles and a sack, which is awesome. And then oh, yeah. Rashawn Evans uh, got nine tackles as well. CP okay. was NFC player of the week for the entire NFC, so half of football. Um, our offensive line and CP are averaging 156 rushing yards per game, which is the fifth, which is fifth in the NFL, which is amazing. And then we have 26 rushing first downs, which is third in the NFL. Again, awesome. And then 12 rushes of 10 or more yards, which means a lot of times when we're actually moving the ball, our running game is carrying us uh, into further, more extended drives. Uh, and we are in fifth place in the entire NFL for that. Okay, so news is basically just some injuries so far. Um, Jonathan Taylor missed practice with a toe injury. I've seen reports saying that he's going to play this week. I've seen reports saying he isn't going to play. All I really know is he missed practice today. Uh, Zach Wilson is back. Because of fantasy, right? Yes. Okay. Zach Wilson is back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is, Rhett. You better be ready to take <laughs> flight, buddy. Does he make the Jets better or worse? I don't know. I mean, he'll definitely have more fans, more female fans of an older uh, demographic that'll be at the, the, the game. So I'd say he makes them better. I personally think he makes them worse. Well, okay, you wouldn't know. You've never – never mind. Nothing. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm curious where you were going Nope. No, no, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Sterling Shepard tears his ACL. Um, because of the freaking... Did you see it? It's because of the freaking field. Yep. What? Did he trip? No, he didn't. He's running a route <laughs> down the field in New York, and because the turf isn't set properly, because the NFL owners don't feel like paying for good enough turf and good enough grass, he tore his lig- the ligament in his foot. He's right. He doesn't get he's, he doesn't get touched or anything. The corner is right next to him the entire time he's running the route. No push, nothing, no foul. It's entirely because of the field. And it's just it's just stupid. If they had real grass, if they played on real grass. That wouldn't be a problem. If they had better like if they had like an a, like a faux or like a semi turf, then it wouldn't be a problem either. And this has been a consistent issue in New York. There has been a lot of injuries in New York because of their field. I don't see how it hasn't been addressed by now, but it's just sad that this our player is now out for the season because of it. Um, on to the next one. DeAndre Swift uh, has a shoulder sprain. There has been no official timeline on his return. They're saying week to week, but then the coach came out and said he might benefit from missing or sitting out two games and then they have their buy so he would come back in three weeks um their backup running back Williams has four touchdowns so far through the season he's been doing pretty well so far so I think they will be fine but uh Swift was like a high prospect this year so sad to see him missing a few games and the weirdest injury would be Miles Garrett was in a single car crash has shoulder and bicep injury haven't really seen any updates coming out of that, but just reminds me when uh, our Lord and Savior flipped his truck. Oh, Tiger oh. Woods? 
Talk about Cam Newton. <sighs> I know, I was joking. But yes, Cam Newton, our Lord and Savior. Okay. On to, I, I have three questions for everybody. And I feel like I know Zach's answer for the first one. Uh, I feel like Artie has the correct answer. But early MVP candidates, just going through the first three weeks, who do we think is doing the best so far? Zach, I'll start with you. Yeah, I definitely got Josh Allen. He's killing it right now. I mean, granted, the Miami game this weekend was a tough one, but he's first in yards and second in touchdowns. I definitely think he is early, early candidate. Rhett, who you got? Going to have to go with Lamar. Um, I think Josh Allen's playing really well. I think he's second to Lamar. Lamar is outpacing his MVP season. He's out there ready to prove himself because he didn't get this contract. He's showing all the money he's worth. He's fifth in rushing yards. His team is on fire, or his offense is on fire. And, I mean, he's outpacing his MVP season so far. So I, I think he's Wait. the clear option with Josh Allen being second. Fifth in rushing yards in all of NFL? Or? Yes, in all yeah. of NFL. All of NFL, yeah. <laughs> and then he's leading the whole league in touchdown passes. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. like, while Josh Allen's doing oh, well. Oh, and he's second in QBR. Yeah. Lamar is just and going first off in right now. <laughs> second <laughs> first in QBR, first in touchdowns, first in quarterback rating or passer rating. And then first and over fifth and overall rushing yards in the entire league. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go with Lamar as well. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, this has been a weird year so far. There's a lot of top running backs that have been underperforming. Who is everyone's top running back so far this year? CP. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely go with CP. I'm going to go with Saquon. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Saquon as well. Coming back off an injury, he has been... I mean, he's averaging six yards a rush. He has a 70-yard rush so far. He's averaging over 100 yards per game, which there are three people doing that currently, but it's just the fact that six yards per rush is insane. He's also he also has 105 yards a game with not a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, you know, he's he's making big plays. He has three rushes for three rushes that are. Um, hold on. Wait, uh, Rhett, did you say he has over 100 yards per game? He has 105 yards per game. Yeah, guess rushing yards per. Guess game. what CP has. 100.7. Yeah. Nick Chubb has 113.7. Holy shit. And yeah, Saquon has 105.7. Yeah. So well, Saqu- Saquon's definitely mine. Um, he's mm-hmm. only 24 yards behind Chubb, but he has nine less attempts. Um, and he ha- he's averaging six yards a carry. So I will say, Cordero's the averaging 6.2. I just think Saquon's doing more with less. How many attempts does Saquon have? 53. Cordero has 49. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you trying to say that CP's better, Zach? Because you No, no, I'm just comparing oh. of how close oh, CP okay. is to him. I thought he was asking this, so I was like, 
Like I'm the, positive Red has CP stats like, pulled up too. Because I know, uh, I know Saquon's Saquon is like a formidable running back. CP, oh, yeah. nobody really knew what he was till last year, and then we, and then somehow the Falcons like, uh, got his true value out. And in case anyone is curious on who has the highest average yards per rush, Lamar Jackson with nine point three. Okay, moving yeah, on to the next man, question. <laughs> Yep, like I said. Okay, moving on to the next question. Do we think there are any coaches on the hot seat already? Uh, Matt Rule, Pete Carroll. Definitely yes. Matt Rule. I'm with you on Matt Rule. Matt Rule, Pete Carroll. What do we think about uh, Vrabel? Uh, I'd say Mike McDaniel. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Scott, Scott Vrabel? Scott is that the name? Scott Who's Mike McDaniel the coach of? Mike McDaniel's the coach of the Raiders. They're 0-3. Yeah. Shoo. And they just signed Devontae <laughs> in the offseason. They're not there yeah. to be 0-3. That's Josh McDaniel. Yeah. That's Josh McDaniel. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I think Mike yeah. McDaniel is Dolphins. Uh, Mike... You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's why I was like, wait a second. Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so you got me questioning myself. Yeah. When, uh, when both of you said Raiders, so I was yeah. like, oh, I guess I was wrong. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh McDaniels. Um the only the only thing about the Raiders, the only thing with him is it is his first year there. Um, Wait, the oh, because why. of oh, that's right. Yeah, that's because the only reason why Gruden, yeah. if he may Gruden. get he may get a pass on this one. I think Rule is at you know he, he's been he's, there long enough. He has he's, the, how many years? Like four. He's at the end of his. Uh, you know, you don't have any make makeup. Yeah. Really, you know, any makeup seasons left. I think him, Carol. I think has uh, somewhat overstayed his welcome up there. In my opinion, I don't think they'll fire Pete Carroll. I think that that he will leave. They'll. I think that they'll politely fire him. He'll leave on his own terms. Like they'll they'll just part ways. They'll just say, "Hey, we'll pay you." A gajillion dollars just yeah and then, like he'll just he'll just take an early retirement and go because he is old yeah he's in his 70s yeah, the, the braves the braves just challenged another one and got it right what happened and they won the challenge out at first he called him safe braves challenged it they, they got fine. him out my boy, see, Zach, see, hey, Zach, see, look, look, remember this positivity. Take this emotion right now, pull it out of you like Dumbledore in the Pensieve, and bottle it up. <laughs> bottle no, it up just, like a fairy from Legend of Zelda. It's so unusual okay, for a ride on that sense, yeah, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it yeah, it unusual to hear Zach positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like it, but I just thought it's crazy how we're. <laughs> I like to. it too. I mean, what? So the hot seat, I would say that who is <laughs> who is who is Vrabel the coach of the Titans? The Titans. Okay, yeah, I, the I Patriots, see and then isn't head coach of the Titans. I can see that. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Bill Belichick. Okay, you're high. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he has it completely. They could go 1-16 in for three years and they wouldn't fire him. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. That's so true. Um, last thing I wanted to go over before I passed it over. Um, 
On this day in 2008, Lane Kiffin set out or sent out his kicker for a 76 yard <laughs> field goal attempt. <laughs> he tried to kick a field goal from his own 35. And now I'm going to pass it over to Will for last week's games and then rapid fire. Okay, just a quick recap. Panthers take care of business, beat the Saints. Jameis looks terrible. The Colts get their first win against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I tried to tell Zach before it happened, but he didn't listen to me. Jameis looked terrible. Well, I just want to stop you just really quick about Jameis looking terrible. He still threw for 350 yards. With a broken back. But lost. And Kamara wasn't 100%. So. Also true. Also true. Yeah, but mostly um, mostly the defense needs to play better. Well, I believed you with the Colts and the Chiefs after a little while. After it happened? You <laughs> no. believed me after it happened? After Devin said that he didn't trust it. <laughs> that is bullshit. You should have believed me from the beginning. I should have. Yeah. But at the same time. That was... Uh, I, I will say... Just cut this out. I will say that us watching that game... All of us, we literally willed that bet into existence. That was electric. Did y'all um, bet on the on uh, Colts winning? Uh, we sprinkled the money line, sprinkled on it. That's awesome. <laughs> Devin had like five units. It was like a giant play on. See Colts how how much money is five units? It's whatever you make it. Your unit so, size. So I is can say you... my my unit is five dollars. Correct. You could do that. You could say it's five dollars. You could say it's one dollar. You could say What's it's fifty dollars. I don't know. Oh, you just said five. Or if I did, I if I did, I wouldn't. <clears throat> okay, no, did, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what was it? Ch- Chase. I'll go back to it in a second. Keep us moving. But Chase, which is uh, one of my friends, one of Devin's roommates, he was like, he's like, if you make, you can make uh, units like one dollar. That way, you could say it's a twenty-unit play. People <laughs> <laughs> like, be funny. like, what the hell? We, I mean, we had a disgusting amount on that. Um, Dolphins beat the Bills. Zach, do you have anything to say about what I also told you would happen? Injuries hurt. We had injuries on both teams. It was just as hot on Miami's side of the field. Before the game, but that's all I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. Because I can't just blame it on injuries. We could have definitely played better. Josh freaking threw the ball in the ground on the last play where they would have won the game. To a wide open, sing- I'm pretty sure it was Singletary. Okay, you also had a butt comment. punt. You had a butt punt in your favor. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. But yeah, it it, it was tough to watch. Can I make a comment? Of course. While I do agree injuries were worse for the Bills, I want to call out something that Zach said earlier this week. When he was talking about the Bills, he said we have three elite wide receivers. Who? Gabriel, Who do you Gabe, have? Gabriel, uh, did I say that? I don't know, but you I did. don't. Oh yeah, Gabriel yeah. Davis, McKenzie, and um, Stephon Diggs. I that's just not Stephon Diggs is best needed, in the NFL right now, and yeah, that's not a debate. And Gabriel, Gabriel and McKenzie, Gabriel can easily get there, and McKenzie is slowly on the rise. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's a difference. Okay, there's a difference between the two statements you just said, saying that they're already there, and then backtracking and saying, "You're right." They could get there. You're either there or they're not. 
That's like saying that Rutgers could be at the top of the Big Ten. They're either there or they're not. And let me tell okay. you, they're not. I guess I'm saying I see the potential in them to be. Okay, Gabriel Davis has seven catches on the season. Yeah, because he freaking injured his ankle. He has he not. Play no, last he missed week one he got game. Like two targets this week. He got six targets this week. He had he caught three of six. Oh, okay. And Isaiah McKenzie fits in with the Bills, but if he was on any other team, it's not like he would be a wide receiver one anywhere. Oh, true. So when yeah, you I say think, elite, I'm I think thinking elite, like top ten in the league. Yeah, oh, okay. hey, you're you're almost never going to have three elite receivers on a team because at that unless, point they're splitting so many carries that you're, you're taking. I could see like some teams have had two in the past. Well, like a few years ago, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, they were both going off. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I was about to even go back. I'll go back to like like if you look across at the Dolphins, the Dolphins have two. I mean, you have one that you know for certain is elite. They you have doing. two that you can make the argument for because Jalen Waddle's leading. He's uh, the team in <clears throat> receiving yards. Tyreek's right behind him. So those two, you could say they're elite, but you get a third in there, and then you have to like you have you can have an argument. Like there's you know people could call you out. You could you can you know take the discussion in multiple ways because you're splitting all of those receptions of, of say, between in... three people. And and Artie, I don't think the Bucks do have three. I think healthy. Last year they did. Who? Mike Antonio Evans. Brown, Mike Evans. Godwin's uh, Mike Evans. Yeah, those three. I would not call Antonio at that state elite. Um, no, but healthy. I healthy I wouldn't Antonio either. Brown. Would I been. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Well, so that so then that's the thing. Exactly. We're talking about like this is what I don't I'm saying. Know is, a team that has ever had more than two. Exactly. Had that's two in totally Ridley's great. first year where we had Julio and Ridley. We had two elite. Yes. Pittsburgh when they had Antonio and. Like Juju, the first year that he was going off, they had two elite receivers. But I have never seen a team purely with three elite receivers. And the second best receiver on the Bills is Gabriel Davis, talent-wise. But if you go to his best week, he had 16% target share in the first week. Uh, I would not call it elite, personally. Like, he's very good. And mainly, he's able to be so good because he has Diggs taking the top corner and half the defense wherever he goes. Well, I also think True. that Zach's counterpoint to that would be that it's it while he might not get a larger percentage, it's more about quality there that you could argue for him being elite and again versus quantity. But like you're saying, Rhett, in that sixteen percent target share he's gotten, I, I don't think you can call it. He has it like elite. a fifty percent catch rate. He had <laughs> yeah. seven targets the first week and six the third week. He missed the yeah. second week and he has seven catches on the year. So he's like, like Fifty-five percent target for us. I'd love rate. to say that. I'd love to say that that our uh, not well, even target, receivers. But... Target doesn't necessarily mean the ball got to him, so it can't <clears throat> it can't always be him. Like if I throw the ball at you, okay, but I throw it six feet over your head, you're it's a target. Okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> but having thirteen targets in two weeks, there it's are low. If you're not Waddle doing nineteen yeah. in one game. Right, yeah, if you're well. not doing enough with if you're not doing enough with it, then you can't make that argument. But like even for me, like I'd love to say that that Kyle Pitts and Drake London are the two, even though Pitts is playing tight end. And then uh, IQ Kyle can't Kyle Pitts does not get targeted enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like then you can't make that like you can't bring up a third. There's almost no room for a third. Like Lamidas Zacchaeus is never going to be considered as elite because those other two are taking a lot of the snaps. Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton would be the two that you could make or start to make that case for on the Broncos, but 
we haven't really seen a lot out of them. Their yet. issue is Cortland oh, missed an entire year, and then Judy missed an entire year, and now Judy's yeah. already fighting injury. Yeah, they like whenever they're playing, they're good. Yeah, and You've so let's talk about really that. good one every year, but. We- they just need yeah. to stay healthy. And we did have – so the Broncos did beat the 49ers at home in a disgusting Sunday night football matchup, 11-10. to uh, That was the worst game I watched all week. Uh, yeah, well, it was good thing you didn't Thursday watch – It night football. Good thing you didn't watch the Monday night game. Um, I did watch but, it. The last five <sighs> minutes had more action than your entire game. That's true. If the Saints had Drew Brees, they'd have three elite receivers right now. Yes. Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Olave. and Hill. Olave. 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 You are, you are dingus. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hang up. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Yes. It's Landry, Anyways, Olave, and Jarvis Landry. Yes. Okay. Well, no. no, no. Burroughs has two really Burrow. good receivers. Burrow. Burroughs has two really good receivers in Higgins and... Higgins, Chase, and Boyd. No. No. He doesn't have all three of those. One of them's out with a concussion. No, he missed one the second half of one game and then was back the next week. Is he? So, this is that week. This is that week. Is he coming back on tomorrow? No. Uh, is he coming back for no, the Thursday game? He got concussed in the first game. He's already back. He played. He's played the last two games. Yes, he has. Or he played the yeah. He played the last game and played the he's played the last, he's played every game. Okay, so he's back. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if I would say I would say that Jamar Chase say... for certain, but I don't think I'd say that Tyler Boyd is. I wouldn't say Tyler Boyd is. Higgins is top 20. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying is you can't really have that. It's tough to say that there is three elites, elite receivers on On any team. Any team. At least. So I will say all three of the Bengals receivers are very, very are in the top 50. Well, yeah, I'd say so. Well, they're currently listed in the top 50 for recep- for receiving yards, at least. You could say the same thing for the Dolphins. Mm. Artie, they're in the top five. The Dolphins... The top two, two, the, two Dolphins are, but not three. I'm just guessing a third one is somewhere in there. I, yeah, I've got I've to believe it, too. <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> we're getting sidetracked. So, not, yes, yes. Yes, so the Jags killed the Chargers. Uh, I kind of saw this coming because Justin Herbert was injured and was playing. And like Keenan um, Allen was out for the second Yeah, game and he row. was like half the corpse out there. Very mm. funny. Uh, the Packers beat the Bucks. Tom Brady did not look good, but he did not have he a lot no of his receivers. elite receivers. And then it looked like uh, somebody accidentally showed <clears> – <throat> One of the tablets from the Buck sideline on the Jumbotron, and Aaron Rodgers saw one of the slant plays, or excuse me, one of the uh, running plays they were going to run for the two point and told his defense about it. So that's so kind of funny. That's that what he was saying. Yeah, dude, you know when, Will Barnes has, has intelligence. Okay, when he does, when he said the Jumbotron gave, the, gave it away, he wouldn't admit to how he figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, he had it. He had it in there the whole time. Um, and yeah, so we already talked about the Dolphins beating the Bills. Now let's talk about the week four matchups. Uh, this first one we will break down. The rest we're gonna do rapid fire. Everybody, sound good, everybody? Yep. 
Yep, okay. works for me. <clears throat> Thursday night game, Dolphins at Bengals. Artie, you are on record saying that the Bengals will win, Bengals by, will 10, win by 10, 10 this yeah, week. They'll win by 10. Okay, yeah. do you care to explain how? Yes, so Tua's not 100%. Both number one receivers are currently – they're probably fine, but they're currently listed as questionable. Um, and they did not full practice today. Um, they also are playing on a short week where it was extremely humid and hot on Sunday, and we're looking sluggish at the end of that game. Uh, I also think that though their secondary is fantastic, the Dolphins don't have as good of a line compared compared to what the Bengals have seen. So if Joe is upright. I think he can tear it up. And I think that as long as Eli Apple does not give away seven touchdowns to Tyreek Hill, he really might. Um, then I think we'll be okay. I think that um I think that the Bengals in total have a better team. I think that and they definitely have a better quarterback, but I I I don't know if the Dolphins will live up to necessarily the hype in this game and I think that the Bengals will take care of it because they've had a full week of rest and had a much easier game than the Dolphins on a f- I mean they it, I just don't think that they're going to be ready I think the heat that's fair. really killed them okay so my issues are I look at the team and like see which team has more holes Eli Apple that's a big hole in your team and he's going to be lining up against Tyreek Hill and Two has already said if he sees that matchup, he's throwing it to Tyreek. Tyreek is going to smoke him. You look past that, and what's another hole in the Bengals team is their offensive line. Their offensive line is like Ohio State. They just let anybody in. So. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Burroughs is going to have a really tough time. It doesn't matter if the defensive line's not good. It doesn't matter, like, your offensive line is just that bad. And I think two is going to be able to outpace the Bengals offense. The Bengals offense, while they're very good, it's is Burrow's gonna have the time to throw the ball. Burrow. <laughs> that one hurt, ah. Brett. <laughs> Anyone else have any comments on this game? I'm just I'm kind of looking at like the past matchups. I got Dolphins. I mean, I'm looking at the past matchups and, like, how they have performed. Like, they were able to beat the Ravens on the road. The Ravens but, played better the entire game until the last five minutes. But that doesn't matter regardless. It matters who won, okay? So they might have played better for the majority, but if they can't close out, then the Dolphins still won. So so and what I'm Bengals saying is defense that, is better than the Ravens' defense. But you're saying well, no, that, we just but talked the about, Cowboys, Cooper Rush was able yeah. to beat you. Yeah, we were just we just talked well, about. I'm telling I mean, you, they figured it out in the second half of that Cowboys game. They're gonna be fine. I I don't know if you guys have figured it out already because Joe Burrow Look, is one of the. I most already sacked... put my money where my mouth is, so. That's fine, but Joe Burrow is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. After right. they made what what was supposed to be upgrades in the offensive line, I don't think this game is going to be a blowout. Is what I'm saying. I do but... think the Dolphins could win. I think that they should win. I think you make some great points, though, Artie, on a quick turnaround from a very hot and humid and tiring Sunday game against the Bills. I 
I don't know though. Um, you, I, I just don't see it by ten plus points unless you have a lot of that fatigue that's lingering with that short week of practice slash rest and guys being questionable. So Dolphins have won some very impressive games against some of the best quarterbacks in the league. If you look at the Bengals, who they've lost to, Trubisky, Cooper Rush, and then they beat the Jets. Like, you have not played yeah. an impressive quarterback, and you are now having to play the Dolphins and the Ravens back-to-back, and I think these are going to be two very telling games for the Bengals. You're right. They'll it's, win it's, both of them. It's, it's loser goes home. That's what it is. I think there's a very real chance the Bengals start one and – yeah, one and four. That's fine. I have them at three and three. So – yeah, okay. Guess but they're not losing this weekend. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, rapid fire through the rest of them. We have the Browns at the Falcons. Artie. Falcons, baby. All right. Rhett. Uh, Jacoby right. Brissett. Rhett, get off this I... podcast. Zach. Falcons. Will Barnes, Falcons. Vikings at the Saints. This is the London game, and I am going to pick the Vikings to start us off. Artie, who do you have? I'm going Vikings as well. Yes! Rhett? Going with the Vikings. Jameis is hurt. Okay, Ziggy. There we go. Love it. Oh, Texans versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Artie? I'm going to go Chargers here. I think... I don't think the Texans are very good. I think even an injured, not 100% Herbert, comes back and slaps the Texans. Okay, Rhett? Um, Chargers. All right, Zach? Chargers. Okay, I'm going to choose Texans. I believe in Lovey Smith. Uh, but you know what? I, I Maybe I'm going to back out. I don't think the Chargers lose two weeks in a row to the AFC South, so I'll say Chargers. I don't feel confident about it, but I'll say Chargers. That way, if this ship's sinking, we're all going to drown. Bears <laughs> at the Giants. Artie? Sorry, one more time. Bears at the Giants. Bears. Okay, Rhett. Justin Fields has under 100 passing yards per game. Giants. Ziggy. Ja. Giants. Okay. Giants. I am also going to choose the Giants. I uh, say, just if you look at it, besides that, like I know Danny Dimes, he gets sacked a lot, didn't look the best on the Monday night game against the Cowboys. I'm going to say Giants because they have Saquon, but they could lose because of their field. <laughs> that That is a real possibility. So what else could get hurt? And they don't have Sterling Shepard now, so. Still, Giants don't feel good about it, but Giants. Seahawks at Detroit. Artie, you know you want to tell me why Detroit defends the Den. Oh, yeah, the the Lions win. Oh, heck yeah. They might give up a lot of points, but they score score a lot more points, and their offense is way better than the Seahawks. So, Lions. Brett? Um, Seahawks. Okay. Zach? All right, Lions. Yes, and I've got the Lions too. Jags at the Eagles. Ooh, this is going to be a fun game. Jags at the Eagles. Already? Mm, Eagles. Okay, Red. I think I think the Eagles are too good. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to agree. Eagles are too good. All right, Ziggy. 
Eagles. Okay, I I am going to pick the I'm going to pick the Eagles. Um and I'm going to I actually don't I, I think this game's a lot closer than we think. Uh, but I, it's time to find out. You know what? No, Doug Peterson's their old coach. I'm picking the Jaguars. If anybody knows how to play against Philadelphia, it's, it's Doug Peterson. So I'm going to pick the Jags. Jets at the Steelers. Artie. Jets, baby. Jets. There we go. All right. I'm going to pick the Jets, too. Rack, go ahead. Have to go with the better quarterback, Steelers. Uh, excuse me. They have Zach Wilson. Who has looked horrible in every NFL game he's played. Uh, Zach. Who is Steelers quarterback? Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. If Joe Flacco gets put in, Jets. Otherwise, Steelers. What? What? Zach Wilson <laughs> is horrible. Joe Flacco has proven himself. Zach Wilson hasn't. hasn't. Titans at the Colts. Artie? I'm actually going to go with the Colts. I think they'll ride off that high at beating the Chiefs. Okay. The Titans defense has way too many holes right now. Okay, Rhett? Colts. I think they are better in literally every position. All right, Ziggy. Yeah, I got Colts. Okay, I am going to choose the Colts as well. I, I can't believe I'm about to back Matt Ryan for another NFL Sunday. And we move on now to the commies at the Cowboys. Artie? I think Commanders, actually. I, I think that uh I think they might be able to do something to old Cooper Rush there. I think and I like their offense. Okay. Rhett? Cooper Rush. All right. Ziggy? Yeah, Cooper Rush. Cowboys gonna get it. I am gonna stick with you, Artie. Commanders. Cooper Rush is undefeated when he nice. starts. I know nice. he is, but I'm sticking with the commanders. Bills at the Ravens. Oh, this is going to be an electric game. Possibly the best game on the slate. Art. I am going Bills. They're not happy with the loss, and the Ravens defense has question marks. Okay. Right. This this will be a MVP versus MVP game. So. Mm-hmm. Very true. Rhett? Going to have to go with the Ravens. Zach? I'm going Bills. Okay, and I'm gonna pick the Ravens as well. So we split this one down the middle. This is gonna be uh, this is gonna be fun. That's gonna wow. That's gonna be a good game. Holy cow! Cards at the Panthers. Artemis. You know, Cardinals better quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Rhett. I'm gonna have to agree. Zach. Yeah, definitely Cardinals. Okay, I also agree. I'm gonna choose the cards here. I just think that they have. Yeah, I think there's there. Cliff Kingsbury's fighting for his job, believe it or not. Um, so, or not even that. He's just fighting for his reputation. So I'm going to have to say cards. I think that Scott, or yeah, I think that Matt Rule's going to be on the hot seat real quick. So Broncos at the Raiders. Oh my gosh, this game actually terrifies me. Artie? There's no way the Raiders go 0-4, right? Broncos. <sighs> Rhett? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a better quarterback. Raiders. That is just rude. Oh. What would you know uh, about a better quarterback? I'm being honest. Carr is probably better right now. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson is the most overpaid quarterback in the NFL right now. He's the second highest paid quarterback, and he has two passing touchdowns on the season. And he also has two wins. Zach? 
most overpaid quarterback in the NFL that seems like he's acting like he's pretending like he's trying to be Peyton Manning when he says, um, let's ride. First off, first off, he has two wins. Okay. They're getting the job done. Now, granted, their defense is playing lights out. They scored 11 points. <laughs> That's so but hard to do. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God. It was such a slugfest. You scored 16 points on the Texans and 16 points on the Seahawks, two of the worst defenses, and then 11 points on the 49ers. You have two passing touchdowns yeah, and we all held season them long. Your defense is fine. Listen, I'm what I'm saying, saying is, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you. So I'm badly. totally agreeing with you that the offense isn't playing lights out right now. They'll figure it out. I'm not worried. Like, how the hell does Russell Wilson have 743 passing yards and the same amount of passing touchdowns as Justin Fields, who has a 300? Because he hasn't figured it out yet. I just said that. It's like he doesn't listen to me. Zach, what do you have? Uh, let's go Broncos. Okay. Love it. You fool. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's ride. I'm on the Broncos. Let's ride. Let's Pats ride. at the Packers. Sorry, right. we all know who everybody's picking. We're all picking the Packers. You can move on. Yeah, I am. I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> I'm going to have to choose the better quarterback. I, uh, uh, so I'm going to have red. to go with. Right, we're, all choosing, <laughs> we're all choosing the Packers. Oh, my God. Patriots. Oh, no, sorry. Chiefs at the Bucks. Chiefs. Anybody? Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs. I, I don't, all right. I, the Bucks can't score, Chiefs. Fair enough. Oh, Rams Ram should have retired and saved his marriage. Oh my God. Uh, Rams at the 49ers. Uh, let's go Rams. All right, I don't hate it. 49ers with Garoppolo though are scary, but I think yeah, Rams Jimmy G doesn't look bad. Good point. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't look terrible. All right, that leaves it for me. All right, looks like that does it for episode 56. Ta, we're the Niners. Let's go. Go Braves. Whatever, Brett. Go Braves. Rise up. What did Brett say? 49ers. Let's go. Hopefully, we'll have the East by next episode. Barnes. Uh, Braves. Hopefully, we'll have the East by the end of the night. Burrow. Well, we're an extra innings going bottom of the 10th down by one. Okay, going to bed. Good night. Night. Good night. Hasta luego.